This is a Turtle Boy Podcast. You are now listening to the Turtle Boy Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Turtle Boy Podcast. I'm Big Tim. I'm Luke McWilliams. What are we looking at today, Luke? We are looking at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, well, Turtle, micro-series, Michelangelo. That's right, but first things first, this week's episode is brought to you by Lucky Buddha Beer. Mmm. Cheers on that. I'm so glad that this beer is back. Me too. All um, hail Buddha. Yeah. Like, um, it's just it's just such a nice, crisp beer. Like, Chang's had the frothiness to it. Yeah. This is straight up Buddha-rific. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Buddha, God bless you, you fat bastard. <laughs> I love his little stomach. <laughs> he just rubbed the belly of the beer. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what's... Um, just trying to think, is there any pop culture nerd news we should bring up today? Well, yeah. Um, Snyder Cut, baby. And so, you know, for how many years now? When did um, Justice League come out? Is it three years? Yeah, I want to say three. Whew. Ever since it came out, you know, we all saw it. We all just went, huh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We looked just like that emo, emo, emoji with his hand on his chin going, hmm. Because... The stuff we saw in the trailer wasn't what we saw in the movie. That's right. And we were going, huh, because that happens quite a lot. You know, we see um, different takes and different scenes in the trailer, yep. which don't make it to the movie. But even just the look and the tone and the feel yeah. was different. Yep. And so it made, made me think, hmm, things that make me go, hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, like, we, we learned when we were having a look at... Um, the, uh, the Snyder panel yep. uh, a couple of weeks ago yep. with the DC fandom. Fandrome, yep. There are some more people that, who took action and went, no, we know there's a Snyder Cut to yeah. this. And, and it's so interesting because this is just recent history. Like, yep. you know, looking back on what happened three years ago, obviously Snyder and everybody involved were under a gag order. Yep. And so they were restricted of what they could and couldn't say. So Snyder of the years was very cryptic yep. as to whether or not there was a cut. And all the all the nerds were saying, well, there's not a cut out because that means he cut it. And then, you know, it's just like extra rolls of footage and be you know, whatever. And obviously over the years, we've seen fleshed out scenes yeah. and fleshed out character yep. designs and CG of a completely different Steppenwolf yep. and even Darkseid was in it. And so now we know that there was a Snyder Cut, and HBO has recently come out, like we all know, they're doing the Snyder Cut in four um, hour, four one hour, uh, you know, episodes of of the whole. There's also going to be a four hour cut of this thing as well. And um, all along they said, no, no, we're not shooting anything new. This is just a little bit extra money to scrub up on the, you know, the edit and the special effects to get it all in line, we are not shooting anything new. Yeah. Guess what they're doing? 
Shooting new scenes. Shooting new scenes. Henry Cavill's back. Ben Affleck's back. Gal Gadot. Uh, Ezra Miller. They're all back to shoot extra scenes for something that never existed. Uh. So there's going to be a lot of fans out there now going, told you it didn't exist yeah. because now they're shooting new stuff. It's like, well, if anything, I think, I think Zach has these guys in his corner. You yeah. know, like he yeah. went through that horrible experience, um, personal tragedy. Warner's took that opportunity to just get rid of him yep. and then re- redo the entire movie uh, to try and get that yum yum Avengers money. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the guy who did two Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and, you know, as we know, Ben Affleck has said, nope, I'm out. Uh, um, Cyborg is, whew, we'll have to see what happens there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it just goes to show that all these guys have said, no, we're not, uh, Ben has retired from Batman. Henry was up and down in terms of negotiations for a contract coming back as Superman, yep. especially as a cameo in Shazam. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, but for this, boom, he's back. Yep. You know? And I think that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. And I'm really looking forward to the Snyder Cut. Again, um, I might not like it, but at least now I'm going to have the actual opportunity to see the vision as it yeah. was supposed to be, and then some, because obviously over three years, and you're given the opportunity to do some reshoots, yeah. you're not going to do what you did before, you're going to go, huh, what can I do which is better? Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to finally get his his original vi- vision, and then some, and now I can sit back, watch four hours of it, and go... Didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't care for it. That was just as shit as I thought. Yeah. Um, so do we have mm. a release date for it yet? Or I, I, oof, I don't know. Because yeah. again, yeah. with COVID, you know? like um, And then again with Australia's distribution deals as well. Mm. Them, yeah. Do we even get HBO? Like, what would we... Because um, Game of Thrones was an HBO thing. Foxtel. Right. <clears throat> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Okay. More money into we'll that greedy old bastard's hands. Oh, prick. But I thought that was really good. Yeah. And, and if anything, just to put a bloody pin in it, and we can all get on with our lives. Okay, now I know we've got Warner Brothers um, executives listening to this podcast, right? Because <laughs> they're definitely Ninja Turtle fans. Yeah. Look, here's where you go from from here on out. You release a cinema cut, oh, right? No. No, 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 no. Oh. And then you release the director's vision. Every single movie, you make twice as much money because we're going to go and watch it at the cinema and then we're going to watch... You know, we, we always... Like, I've got two copies of Hellboy. Yeah. I've got Hellboy and then Del Toro's director's cut. Oh, yeah. Well, director's or unrated cuts because, you know, DVD, video, VOD or whatever... Well, no, DVD, let's say. They've got different classification um, elements that go into their ratings yep. and they do with cinema yeah and so you go to the cinema you go oh, oh right yeah yeah totally yeah yeah so you can get away with a lot more on dvd right right so i would have thought <clears throat> that the classification board <clears throat> would be across the board tv dvd movies well i think they are but there's just different yeah rules and elements to come up with that wow and so that's why you can see die hard 4.0 and then on the big screen, go, yeah, that wasn't too bad. A bit watered down. Then you get the DVD version unrated. They put in digital blood splurts. Yeah. It actually says EPKA motherfucker at the end. Because yeah. if you remember that one, yep. they cut it off. Yep. And But what, what gets to me is I have to see the first version, be underwhelmed, get it on DVD, so I have to pay for it again. <laughs> and then, um, and for me to get the experience I wish I got at the beginning. So now I'm watching it knowing what happens, yep. 
but now I'm watching it with the extra adult layer of blood spray and violence and stuff that I wanted to get from a diehard movie. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah, so, but then on the flip side, though... <laughs> but, but for you to say that, yeah, I like that, you're, 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 you're encouraging this behaviour. Yeah, okay, but let's, let's look at the differences between me and you. <laughs> okay. Okay? I've got kids I need to entertain. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when they brought out Deadpool the Christmas special, which oh. was just a recut <clears throat> Deadpool 2... Fight. Because I had I had little girls who were way too young to watch Deadpool saying, yeah. we want to watch Deadpool, we want to watch Deadpool. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. So they got to watch this watered-down Deadpool. But that was that was very clever because that they was, reinterpreted yeah. it and, yeah, they did so much more to that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. i got no answers. That being said, when I was a little tyke, I'd, I'd watch Predator on, on, on TV. Yeah. And it was all edited. Yeah. I didn't realise. It was only until after I saw it on the on video that I just went, oh my God. Holy God. What happened to Cole Weathers? What happened to his arm? <laughs> It'll grow oh, back, God. right? Yeah. Finally started getting all those pussy jokes going, what? what? <laughs> Dad, what's a pussy? <laughs> what? Shut up, Luke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but, um... Yeah, so we've always had that. That's why we uh, it really started with the uh, the video nasty, yeah. and so you know that um, movies were under under the, the watchful eye of the government, yeah. and then video was a new technology um, that didn't have any classification ratings. So that's why the video nasty started pouring out through through videotapes and yeah. bootlegging and all that. And youngins would get a VCR, they'd stay in their room, and that's about it. Yeah, and. I would assume cinema releases were suffering. So I really thought, what the fuck is going on here? What, what are the teens doing? Yeah. Well, they're locked up in the rooms watching movies. And um, so then that's why they cracked down. They said, right, well, we have to save the youth. Yeah. And they stuck the, uh, the classification on the videos, not as harshly as on the cinema releases, because it's just to you know, larger, wider audiences. Um, yeah, so we've always, always had this. Yeah. But this is just, a, a, I don't know, I, I, I think it's just horrible yeah. especially from what warner brothers did with yeah with uh, justice league like to me that is so wasteful and yeah. so disrespectful and so reckless well i mean it's ex- exactly like you said with um with uh justin dicks that you um mm. interviewed on your podcast movieclub.net um where he said there's just so much waste you know what I mean? Yep. It, it is reckless. It is nothing but waste, mm. you know. Um, getting 100 cups because Natalie Portman needs to drink out of one. Mm-hmm. And then the scene's done, the other cups haven't been touched, and you just turf them. But you imagine know? all the other examples. I mean, I, I remember looking into the Hollywood way of making a movie, shooting a movie, and, you know, you'd think, with our experience in short films, you shoot with a camera... You, you plan it, you lay it out, you've got yeah. your storyboards, all that, you get it done, and you basically shoot to edit, yeah. you know? Hollywood system, they've got like five or six different camera setups, yeah. all just shooting stuff. The director is just there to say action and cut and adjust the performances, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then the editor is the one who has to find the film. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. It's just so sloppy and wasteful and just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and it's just going back to, you know, talking about the... Um, uh, the uh, Classifications. Mm. It's the same thing we saw in the um, in comic books in the seventies. Yep. You know what I mean? Like the, the satanic panic, and uh, you know, suddenly, you know, why is Batman hanging around with a little boy? 
Yeah. You know, <clears throat> there's definitely homosexual connotations here, you know. Mm-hmm. And then every every <laughs> every uncle that takes his boy fishing was all of a sudden like, oh, yeah. I can't, <laughs> take, can't take my nephew fishing anymore or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, until basically Marvel was brave enough to go, hey, Comics Classification Board, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And um, just started saying, look, well, these are for teenagers, these are for adults, these are for kids. Yeah. You know? Which, yeah, great. Um, and that's what it should be. So, you know, when a movie goes to the cinema and you get like an MA15 plus or whatever it is, give us that. Yeah. But what they've been doing with the PG-13 or the PG... Yeah, PG-13. <clears throat> it's like giving... Like, say, for example, The Dark Knight. Yep. Um, I was watching a bit of that again today and I've always felt that these movies really pull their punches because there's gunfire, but yep. you never see the muzzle flare and you never, yeah. see the, you never see the impact of the body either. Okay. Um, and all those, so you're watching something that feels heavily, which should be an R-rated movie, yeah, yeah. but lacks its punch all the way down and, and you miss the... You miss the punch. You miss the the, the visceral and the physical sort of Except response. Except for the Joker putting a pencil in a guy's eye. But you don't see that. You know, it's all suggested. You know, cutting someone's throat. That come, that's off camera. Yeah, but so sometimes not even not even a sound yeah, effect. But, but sometimes that's better. Mm. Like I watched for, the, for a two and a half hour movie. It just and and Batman not even connecting his punches. Mm. It just all feels very. It feels edited down. Yeah, yeah. It feels like I'm watching yep. a TV version. Yep. No, yeah. I get you. Mm. Um, I just, I know that, you know, in, uh, I watched this movie, uh, Van Diemen's Land. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. it's, uh, the premise is that these convicts escape in colonial Australia, colonial Australia or oh, Tasmania. Yeah. Tasmania. <laughs> and they get lost in the bush. And so they start killing and eating each other. Mm-hmm. But there was one scene where the guy comes in with the hammer to smack one of the guys on the head. Mm hmm to kill him so the gang can eat mm-hmm. and the, the camera cut right before it hit him in the head yeah and it was i found that more effective to let my imagination yeah yeah, yeah. than any <clears throat> sort of special effects from maniac cop or something you well, know? what i'm saying is it's almost as if they they cut it for that like not pulling away at all but then they edit around it yeah. so you you miss any type of response yeah so i mean it took me a while when i was watching the again the dark knight when all those um, jokers were getting shot and killed, you know, at the beginning? At the start, or, at the, the bank heist, yeah. Like, I really thought, oh, are they, are they getting killed or murdered? Because it's all happening so low-key as it, as it keeps on going. Yeah. Whereas if you think of Robocop, boom, <laughs> you know. No, there's no second guessing yeah. if someone gets shot in Robocop. <laughs> That's right, you know what's going on. Yeah. But anyway, but what's happening now is they do a PG-13, you know, reboot, redo of Robocop. Yep. Die Hard, all this, we're all going to go. You know, adults and children are all going to go. Yeah. And the adult is going to go home, wait for the DVD, buy it. So he's he's paid double. Yep. But and they've got double the audience as well. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> what entertainment have you been consuming this week? I've been struggling. Yeah. So I've finished Community again. Again. <laughs> um, I went through my serial killer phase. Yep. So I've exhausted all that. Yep. Because all the because um, all the other shows on serial killers at the moment are just like people in prison who who are on death row, and it's not it's not like it's not your your top five serial killers. It's yeah. just it's just horrible circumstances, and I think that's miserable. So I've gotten away from that. Yep. Yep. Um, I've just been, I've been really getting into Invincible. 
Yeah, so I'm cool. still just steaming through that. And you're right, it was 2003 yeah. that it came out. Yeah. yeah, man. It's crazy. And I can't uh, I can't believe that there hasn't been any further sort of... Well, maybe there, were, there have been, but it's the perfect property to get into into cartoons yeah. and, and, and toys because they're so colourful and um, so iconic as well, even though they're homaging, you know, the golden years of, of, Holly, um, of comic books. Yeah, yeah. They're great, you know, and and I can't believe I haven't seen more of it since. I yeah. mean, like, I guess it's still extremely young in terms of you know going up against Marvel and DC. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's not even a video game. No, you know, and and it's, it's great. Seventeen years old, and it's sort of done and dusted. Yeah, and it still looks so fresh. Like yeah, it last. Well, time. that's right. And you're right. There wasn't a lot of merch going around it when I used to um, buy and collect hero clicks. Oh yeah, um, there was a, a boxed set mm. of about seven miniatures. It had uh, Invincible. It had um, the, the girl in pink. What's her name? Eve. Eve. Yeah. <clears throat> it had Robot. Mm-hmm. It had Omni Man. Yep. It had da, 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 Omni Man. It had the bad guy with the big brain. Yeah. Yeah. It had the bad guy made out of rock. Yep. And it had the the Martian guy, the one-eyed Martian guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um... Like those little guys, little hero clicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah the cool. little Warhammer-sized yeah. superheroes. Um, I'm sure I've got one or two of them still at home somewhere, but I wouldn't even know where. But than- but no, you're right, there, there weren't any, like, major action figures. Um, there was talk about a TV series for a while, but, no. um... Live action or cartoon? Not sure. Yeah, because sure. cartoon would have been perfect. Yeah. Because, I mean, compared to what we've been doing with the Turtles, um, it's all very clean, yeah. the, the artwork. And it seems like it could be just digital drawings and you could do almost what they do with the powder, powder puff girls. Power puff. Power puff, puff girls, yeah. Flash animation. Yeah. You know, not much of a stretch, really, and just churn it out. Surprising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But talking about um, hero clicks and Kickstarters and things, um, one thing that's really piqued my interest, and I know everyone's going nuts about the... PS5 getting released, I saw on Kickstarter, um, Hero Quest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. $99 for whatever level or 150 for the, you know, premium level yeah. or whatever. And um, it looks awesome. And I don't think it's from the guys who originally did it, like yeah. Mattel. I think they're fans. But I've seen this go south before. Yeah, right. Because of, you know, copyright infringement and um, intellectual property breach and all that sort of stuff, trademark infringement. Um, so I'm not too sure. Yeah. Like, things that get started on Kickstarter, once they're really successful, can are they released in stores? Uh, like, a, lot, a lot of the time they are. Okay. But having said that, I backed a game on Kickstarter, um, which was a, a Bruce Lee game, a Bruce yeah. Lee miniatures game. Oh, cool. So you've yeah. got your little Bruce Lee. You had... Um, so and he was in his... Um, uh, Oh, I'm going to kick myself. What's the most famous Bruce Lee movie where he goes up the building? Oh, Game of Death. Game of Death. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. his little jumpsuit. So he's, yeah. he, you got him in his jumpsuit. You've got Brandon Lee in his SWAT outfit from um, from uh, Showdown Little Tokyo. Yeah, and 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 then they had um, even a Dolph Lundgren from Showdown Little yeah, Tokyo, yeah. and you know, and then villains and all this sort of stuff. And I backed the game, um, and then. How much did you put in? Oh, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't even. 100? I'd have to look it up. It'd be a hundred, yeah. and then exchanging to Australia rate, so one hundred and fifty, oh, two hundred, or something. Okay. Um, and then once they got the money, mm. 
they sent out the very base game mm. and none of the stretch goals and none of the bonus stuff. But then that's when they were hit from um, Bruce Lee's estate. Yeah. You know, and the yeah. whole thing was shut down, so we never got all the bonus stuff we were promised and stuff as did well. Did you get the game? I did. Yeah. I think I gave it to Nathan eventually because I didn't play it. Oh, that's, okay, yeah. cool. <clears throat> yeah, but, yeah. But, um, yeah, so... But, yeah, a lot of the games, Zombicide, my favourite board game, mm-hmm. that started as a Kickstarter, and yeah, right. it gets a release on Kickstarter and then goes to stores and things, you know? I think I'm going to wait till the store release. Yeah. And that might be years, but at least I'll know I've, I've got it, you know? Yeah. Because there's a chance there with Kickstarter where they just keep your money... And then that's it. Yeah, but that's yeah. a that's a death warrant, man. Really, yeah. it's it's if you ever expect to release anything ever again, mm. you know what I mean. That's a you know. Yeah, um, but it looks good though. Like everything looks like they're paying real close attention to the original. Yeah, like, but um, they've tweaked everything to be a little bit more modern. Yeah, I'm not too far removed. Yeah, yeah. Because I think there was a zombie side hero quest type of, of game that you showed me. It was like a dungeon crawler, but it came under Zombie Side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that looked amazing. But that was like all the way up the other way, whereas this is still sort of teetering on... Very retro. Yeah, retro, but still little flashes of, of modern stuff. Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to have yeah. to look that one up, man, because yeah, we I, we had so many hours of fun playing that game I as a kid. It. And then I recently, when I say recently, you know, probably 20 years ago, got an old second-hand copy, but it didn't have all the pieces. and. Oh, nice. We should play it sometime, we man. Nathan would come and play that for sure. I know we played it um, with, the, with the copy over at D, D9, the, the bar. In 3D6. Tundra. There we go. Yep. And because um, like, you, you were sweet, you said, oh, they've got a copy. Let's play a game with this. I was like, yes. But it was so slow compared to Zombie Side. Yeah. You had to roll the dice and move six as opposed to, fuck it, let's just move all the way to the. Yeah. 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 But it's um, interesting to see how. Uh, games have evolved yeah. those types of things and there's no reason why it's like a game of cards you all agree on the set rules yeah. and just hack it yeah. just bend the rules a bit yeah, yeah. for sure for sure mm. um, how about yourself what have you been consuming oh, I've been consuming Shudder yes now to the Australians out there you know, about a month ago streaming service the horror movie streaming service Shudder dropped in Australia mm-hmm so um, I subscribe to that, and uh, you know, evidently we don't have this selection that the states have got. Mm. You know, but um, look, I've spent a week, well, probably two weeks now. Um, yeah. yeah, watching movies, watching TV series. You know, it's a lot of a lot of fun stuff on there. You know, um, oh, they got TV series on this. Yeah, yeah, they've got some TV series. They've got. Um, I always kick myself. I can't remember the character's name, but it's something like Josh and the book of pure evil oh cool um and it's about this well yeah josh Josh, uh, and he finds this book of pure evil and uh you know uses it in the first episode it becomes his guitar so so if you imagine the necronomicon yeah Yeah. right and then you take the necronomicon and you put a guitar neck on it and you plug it in. Yeah. So it looks like the Necronomicon, but he's thrashing on this guitar. Awesome. And he has this guitar battle with this guy, and but the, the evil in the book takes him over as he's doing it. And he's mm. like, you know, the, the, the other guy can play guitar really well. Says, what do you think you're going to do? He goes, I'm going to make you bleed out your asshole with my guitar solos. And then, yeah, so they, they start battling each other on guitar, and then next thing the guy's like, oh, 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 he falls down <laughs> and he's bleeding out his ass. Um, it's, it's, it's a fun. funny, it's a comedy horror one yeah. and it's got um, 
uh, Jason Mewes from all the Kevin Smith movies. He turns up in it as a, just as a, a janitor, yeah, mm-hmm. a, a wise talking janitor that, that pops up every now and then, sort of thing. Um, so yeah, they've got TV series, um, uh, just movies from all over the world. Um, I've been having a great old time. Um, but what I have been watching and really enjoying is um, a show called uh, Missions. Yes, yeah. You know, I think a couple of weeks ago we were talking about um, away, away. Yeah. So this is kind of like that in a way that there's a, a team of French scientists and astronauts going to Mars. Mm. Okay, but it's it's more science fiction, high strangeness, woo woo type stuff than the very nuts and bolts version that away is. Mm-hmm. And look, and I don't I don't want to give away too much because I. I just finished season one, and it, it, it was a great watch so far. But it's, you know, it, it deals more with theories about, you know, life on Mars. I think the word is panspermiation. Jesus, which is the which is the idea that uh, leaving sperm in pandas. Yeah, right. You know, how, mm. you know, human human sperm in pandas, which make um, intelligent pandas, like on Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny, I watched that this week too. But um, no, panspermiation is the idea that life came from somewhere else, not yep. Earth. Okay. So um, Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So whether, whether you know, a meteor came past and dropped some spores and that's what evolved or whatever, you know, mm. or it was actually aliens came and fucking bioengineered something. Oh, so cool. it, it sort of, it, it touches on that sort of stuff and it's, yeah, a lot of uh, high strangeness in it, which I really, really liked, you know. So you finished away though? Yeah. 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 Away was good, it, but but it's two different things. It's like, you know, I'm just trying to think of a comparison. Something really seriously serious and grounded compared to something woo woo. You know, mm. it, it's almost a difference between, um, yeah, the Tommy Lee Jones movie Volcano. And a documentary about volcanoes. Well, I was about to say, and Dante's Peak. Well, they're but bo- yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're both exactly the same movie. Yeah, that's right. um, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. one's very sort of scientific grounded, and the other's very mm. uh, theory yeah. grounded sort of thing. You know, well, sci-fi. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. man. Cool. And uh, yeah, so I don't want to say too much because it's definitely. I think it's definitely worth watching. It, it's not um, a high octane. You know, it, it's slow burn. Mm. At some t- at times, um, which is cool because the French speaks so fast that I need to need time to read the subtitles. Yeah, um, and the French and the Koreans they talk so fast. When I try and watch, I ha- I'm always winding back subtitles so I can have it and, and ruining the flow of the show. You know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, missions was good, um, and yeah, so I've got to get into season two because I've got two seasons on there. Um, movies wise, man, I watched, uh, I, God, I watched a bunch. There was one called Cub. Okay. I think you told me about this one, mm. but yeah. Yeah. And it's about some boy scouts mm. who go into the bush in France or something. Mm. And, uh, oh dear. hilarity ensues or right. the opposite of hilarity. Um, is it like a Lord of the Flies type of thing? Boys left up to no good? No, 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 no. It's the the Cub uh, Cub Scout leaders yeah. up to no good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, something evil is in the forest. Right. You know. Yep. And um, it was interesting because for the, for the Western world release, it's called Cub, but then on the titles it was um, Welp. 
What? W h e l p. W. Welp. Welp. Maybe it wasn't welp. What was the word? Help. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> help me, help me. They're making me make these movies. Um, yeah. So I mean, just a translation. Uh, yeah. Fucking, I can't even remember now. Um, so I liked that for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, then I watched a really shitty one um, <laughs> called The Winged Serpent, yeah. which is from like 1978 or something. I was going to ask you, what's that about? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Luke. I'll tell you, Luke. It's about a serpent with wings, and I think it's called the <laughs> creature from above. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've seen sivers of that because, um, yeah, every time you watch, a, well, any time I watch a YouTube. Um, movie review show whatever they always have snippets of that yeah and I, it must be a cult favourite yeah like hoity to like watching it yeah because if, if it is complete shit at least they still have the classic stop motion yeah you yeah. have the stop motion monster flying yeah. in and that because really when you think about it, it stop motion really did have a massive impact on creatures yeah yeah and it's particularly skeletons and Jason and the Argonauts yep, yep. and all that type of thing and only really Lately, is stop motion done for kids? Yeah, like Pengu the penguin yeah. and, and all that type of thing. Yeah, because it looks so just like hammy, like toys. Well, yeah, and and the last time I think um, stop motion was used in a blockbuster was obviously the original um, Star Wars movies. Yeah, right, and and yeah. Uh, the Walkers and also the um, well, if it wasn't stop motion, it was it was accelerated puppetry movements and things, and you can get away with that because. Yeah. That was for kids, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, to see a stop motion, imagine Alien, and they use stop motion yeah. technology. You yeah. just go, no, nah, nah, nah. nah. But so to see it in a not only in a monster movie, but in a at such a grand scale, you yeah. know, even Godzilla was a dude in a suit. Yeah, yeah. You know, they went, nah, we're doing this old school. Yeah. You know? um, and it, look, it's worth having a look at if you've never seen it, uh, because that. Every actor is so serious. Mm. You know, the, um, the the guy who discovers the dragon and has the, all the answers is actually a, a petty crook. And so he goes to the mayor and he's like, you know, this, I'm never going to pay tax ever again. You know, like, you know, if I help you kill this thing, I'm never paying tax ever again. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? He goes, what do you mean? Do you want to save thousands of lives or don't you? You know, I'm never paying tax again. Someone write that down, you know. <laughs> but very serious, you know. And it's got, it's got um, actually David Carradine in it. Oh, right. Um Goofy man, but look, shitty, mm. but goofy, mm. but a little bit fun. Would you recommend it for if you've got nothing better to do? <laughs> if you've got, if if you own a, a decent movie in your DVD collection, yeah. watch that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, if you just want a glimpse into the past. Yeah. How they used to do it before they had Thanos special effects. Are you feeling the pinch of COVID, I guess? Because, you know, with all these streaming services and, and VODs and whatever, <clears throat> it's almost like to fill a void of, of, of cinema releases. Yeah. Because we were, well, I was especially used to two or three cinema releases dropping every single week. Yeah. Yep. And that was around big temple movies dropping. And this year in particular, we've had. Black Widow get pushed. Wonder Woman. The last push was to Christmas. Yep. Um, God knows how many. I think this is the only year since 2008 that we haven't had a Marvel movie drop. And we've all just sort of kind of oozed into 
filling up that void, yeah. which is putting up with subpar yeah. movie and TV watching. Yeah, you know? yeah. They can watch TV series and I go, how was it? It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It's okay. I spent 45 better, hours watching it. But, better uh, than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's better it's than like... being alone with my thoughts <laughs> and my emotions. Yeah. Jesus. And a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It's better than me sitting on the balcony looking at other people. <laughs> Fucking. And then looking back at me. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me to put pants on. Oh. My balcony. I'll well, call pants. the cops. I'll call wear the cops. pants if I want on my own balcony. <laughs> you fuck. That's right. Um. <laughs> but that's it. That's the world we're living in. Yeah. Where it's just like, just, I guess it's complacency. One, because if we, if we cause a ruckus, it's almost admitting what dire straits we're in. So we're just yeah. going, this is fine. Yeah, yeah. we're like fine. that dog. We're like that dog sitting in the house on fire. Yeah, this is fine. It's fine. Winged serpent when, yeah. when I could be watching Black Widow. Yeah, this is fine. Because once we get to the point where we say this isn't fine. This is fucked. That's when terror hits that's, you in that, the That's house. when we start riding, riding in the streets. <laughs> yeah. You can see like in Melbourne with the lockdown, the people who actually started protesting in the streets. Yeah. They're the people who are smarter than us who are like, wait, this isn't fine. The winged serpent? Fuck the winged serpent. <laughs> the government has to pay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shit. Don't but lie. Yes. <laughs> but yes, I, I, I think the one thing, the one thing I miss about pre-COVID life mm-hmm. is cinema movies dropping mm-hmm. every week or at least at least something once a month that I want to yeah. see, you know. Well, just um, quality. Something yeah, of some well, type of quality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, that's the thing, you know, you, then you get a decent thing drop on Netflix or whatever, and you're like, this is the greatest thing in the world. But see, but, what was the recent thing that everyone went nuts for on, on Netflix? Tiger King. Because people are idiots. You know? You know? But that's that's what I mean. It's, it's just such a, you know, could we have predicted where we are in terms of taste five years ago? I think the difference being is that most People were, again, I'm talking out my ass. I don't know shit. I'm not a sociologist or whatever that, that those people are. An archaeologist. Uh, no, what's the other A word? Um, Asshole. Uh, yeah, well, I, that, I am that. Um, anthropologist. <laughs> anthropologist. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, yeah. I, I, I really wanted to study anthropology, but just never got around to it. It's good fun. I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, as part of my bachelor's, bachelor's of art. So you're, you're an anthropologist, but you can also be an ethno, ethnographist which is you sit there and you observe and you take notes and you have to put a caveat in there that you were part of the situation, so you may or may not be consciously or subconsciously yeah, affecting. affecting things around you, right? So as long as you have that caveat in there, you just shut the fuck up and write down your observations through your prism of your experiences and also your privileges and, and yeah, all those sorts yeah. of things. So you really have to do your best to caveat yourself in that situation and then say, this is what I've observed. How much did uni cost you? I reckon it was upwards from 30 grand, so you 40 that. grand. So you fucked that. I was doing that when I was truck driving for 10 years. Yeah. They, yeah, I mean. Write, uh, write a book, man, because that would be amazing. Because have you ever read I a Jack Reacher book? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'd just be driving. No, trucks. well, I know, but like... Mush it a bit, right? <laughs> have, you, have you read a Jack Reacher novel? Read. <laughs> have you seen Jack Reacher the movie? Um, is that the one with the guy off Wonder Woman? It's the guy with Tom Cruise. Yeah, I know what you mean. That was Jack um, Ryan. Jack Ryan. Okay, yeah. I did watch that recently. That, that was really good. <coughs> I like that one. Did you? 
Yeah, with with the Wonder Woman yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Wonder Woman boy. What's yeah. his name? Wonder Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Man. Scott Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was great. Yeah. Um, okay. Jack Reacher. Was that the one? One of those movies. He was played by Tyler Perry. No, that okay. was uh, that was yeah. No, that was um, Tom Clancy. No, that was um, he he was played originally by Morgan Freeman. In Kiss the Spy, uh, Kiss, Kiss the Girls, Kiss the Girls, yeah, whoever okay. that guy was. But um, no, Jack, okay, sorry, Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher in the books is six and a half feet tall, built like a brick shit house, face like John Cena, like you, you could lose him in a crowd and force him for his bulky, yeah. bulky size. So he's um, he got fed up with the military. He just gets discharged, and he basically just lives off of his pension, very low key. Everything dealt in cash. Never changes it. Well, never cleans his clothes. He buys everything secondhand. Wants to get smelly. Donates it back. Nice. And he travels around America because he feels like he's lived his entire life because he was an army brat, was in the army, and he'd live his life around the world. But in, not in America. Well, no, no. In America, but everywhere in the world where he was stationed in an American US camp, apparently, and this is me reading the books, they try and make that experience just like America yeah. so you don't get homesick. Yeah. So you're in France in a U.S. Navy base, military base, having a steak as if it was exactly prepared yeah. in America. Like American apple pie and shit. Everything. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so you would think that, oh, God. So once he finally got fed up because he was a cop um, uh, prosecutor in the military. Yep. So he takes those skills and he starts wandering the earth like uh, Kane and Kung Fu. Yeah, right. Use, and so it's all about how, well, shit, I, I should actually learn about this country that i've dedicated half my life into protecting and so then he and and he wanders like we were talking about before off mic goes into town notices some trouble sorts it out gets a backpack and keeps on walking keeps going keeps going like the littlest hobo well talking about the littlest hobo (laughs) it was played by tom cruise in the movies so he was the littlest hobo going to and from towns so it was the six feet fuck off version of the books and then um, tom goes hey i want to play this and this guy goes go ahead yeah yeah so now that they did two movies with pint-sized Tom Cruise, I love Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah, not yeah. 6'5", 6.5. So yeah. he, he did a great job. Is it, Have you seen it, Jack Reacher, the movie? Look, I, I don't know. It's a really good movie, but if you read the book, you just go, no. no. But it can be enjoyed separately. They've just cast the new Jack Reacher for a TV show. He's, John Cena. I wish it was. Yeah. I really wish, because it would have been perfect. Because that's what I was picturing when you were saying yeah, this yeah. week. yeah. They've got the guy who plays Hawk in Titans, Raphael in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, okay. Uh, he was Aquaman, I think, in Smallville. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he's he can be a pretty boy, this guy, but I reckon if he relaxes the face, yeah. he can do a decent job. Because he's, yeah, he's, he's big got, and he's buff, big. man. He's big. He's kind of youngish, young. But Jack, the Jack Reacher series, they jump around his timeline. Yeah, okay. So when he first sent the military, his last days, everything in between. So if they got this guy, they can age him up, yeah. turn him back down again. It's yeah, going to be yeah. good. But yeah, you being a truck driver with all your observations and your wacky little adventures, that'd be great. Yeah. 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 All right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Especially, like, we to tie it back into our conversation, so not too much of a tangent, there's shit all on TV, yeah. so why not watch the stories about uh, yeah. the new Jack Burton? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Aussie Jack Burton. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that, that'd, be, that'd be something cool. That'd mm-hmm. be something cool. 
Um, okay, well, look, why don't we uh, stop and hear a, hear a word from our sponsor, and uh, we'll be right back to talk about, uh, what is it? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles micro-series Michelangelo. In 2014, two comic fans joined forces to do a Doom Patrol podcast. As there was no Doom Patrol comic series at the time, they called it Waiting for Doom. That was us, me, Mike, and him, Paul. In 2016, DC Comics became fearful of the power of Waiting for Doom and sought to appease us by bringing the comic back. Uh, That's not exactly how it went. In 2018, terrified of the sheer horde organising power of Waiting for Doom, DC Universe announced a Doom Patrol TV show. Uh, I think they were planning that without us. In 2019, they again brought back the Doom Patrol comic, hoping we would not smite them. Uh, This makes no sense. In 2021, they realised we were the most unstoppable force in existence and released the Doom Patrol movie. Uh, This is pure fantasy now. In 2022, a terrified Motion Picture Academy awarded the Doom Patrol movie every single Oscar, including Best Documentary and Foreign Language Film. Uh, That's enough, Paul. Look, we just love the Doom Patrol and have fun talking about them. You can find us on all podcast places and now Spotify. And check out our website, waitingfordoom.com, or we will wipe you out, all of you. If you just tuned in, you're listening to the Turtle Boy podcast with Big Tim Stars and Luke McWilliams. You got such a sexy radio voice. You, oh, should, yeah. be doing, you should be doing nighttime um, love requests. <laughs> this is fucking love requests with Luke McWilliams. Talking about that in the in the lost episodes of Turtle Boy Podcast, yep. I loved it when you just talking about breaching copyright. <laughs> you just popped on this great mix of like really good music, and um, and then you were you were a DJ. Yeah, you were just listening to uh, you yeah, know Suicide listening. Squad soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I should look. I did it for Halloween. It was fantastic. It's nearly Halloween again. Maybe I should. Maybe I should try and knock one out. Resurrect it. Well, I don't know where the actual episode is. Just do it again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And hopefully not get uh, sued this time. Oh well. Yeah. You know. (laughs) All right. Let's get into this week's comic. Cool. Now, do you have any just off the cuff remarks? Well, I've got some facts. Ooh, yep, hit us with some facts, dude. Okay, so first printing. So this is Michelangelo, semicolon. Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yep. Number one in a one-issue micro-series. But we've seen Raphael, haven't we? Yeah, but that was number one in the Raphael series. mm, But we've never had another micro-series instalment apart from... Well, I guess when we get into the RDW, did a couple of new ones. Yeah, but they're all number one of one. Fuck. Okay. <clears throat> Talking about that. So, yep. first printing, December 1985. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the first one had an additional material, One Unconventional Robot, which is a five-page gizmo story by Michael Dooney. Mm, okay. Did you have that? Nope. Nope, I didn't. Number of pages, 35, so we're five short from last time. Okay. Cover, this is all Kevin Eastman. Right, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, writers, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, of course. Pencilers, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Inking and toning, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Letters, Steve Levine. Fucking Levine, mucks, mucks up the pattern. Because it's almost <laughs> like these guys were doing 50-50 on anything. That's why I'm quite amazed that, um, you know, that's all 
Kevin Eastman the cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it makes you think, well, what the hell does Peter Lara do in terms of artistic originality in these yeah. things? But anyway, second printing. Okay. December 1990. So again, we've got the Christmas theme. Um, Five years later. Mm-hmm. Additional material, A Christmas Carol, 13-page TMNT story by Jim Lawson. Right. And Jim Lawson really starts coming into bat uh, once Kevin and, and um, Peter have to go away to do all the business shenanigans. Yeah, yep. Cover, Jim Lawson. So he's more of like an angular yeah, sort of look. Yeah, yep, yep. And um, he did the, uh, the artwork to the original movie adaptation, if you remember. Right, yes, yes, yes. Writers, pencilers, inking, toning, letters, all the same. So there we go. Um, I've got the copy, which is the IDW Colour... Colour Classic. Classic. So what have you got? I have the black and white... IDW Black and White Classic. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So we're just basically going to go through exactly the same thing, but... But yours is coloured and mine is... Yours is rich people comics and mine is poor people comics. <laughs> <laughs> that's the original. That's how that looks. How's that measure yeah. up to what you've got? About the same? Yeah. A little bit more shading on the original? Or yeah, not really? a, a bit more... Yeah, a bit more of that smudgy that we love, but mm. this, we still got some good smudginess here. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, it's interesting because I'm just looking at the front cover of the IDW uh, edition. Yep. And it's it's been a little bit tweaked. So if you look at the original with the um, Kevin Eastman, yep. the colours are a little bit different. Everything seems to be a little bit brighter. Yeah. You've got a green um, jacket on. Yep. Same here. And I think they've done throughout the issue a little bit of photoshopping to yeah. increase the, well, what would you call that effect? The lighting effect. The lighting, yeah. But it's sort of smudgy. Yeah. And um, it's overblown. Yeah. So yep. the colours are a little bit muted compared to the the hyper hyper yeah. of uh, Kevin Eastman. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and and I don't mind the new look, the new colours. They haven't gone completely against the idea of of Kevin Eastman's, but. I am a lover of the original stuff. Yeah. Um, I remember when um, Killing Joke came out for DC yep. Comics, and the one thing that was amazing about that, I mean, the artwork is fantastic, but the colours were all the way saturated up. Yeah, right. Uh, have you have you read it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and you're looking at it thinking, well, shit, this is all from the Joker's perspective. It must be him on acid. Mm-hmm. Like, this is him remembering his past and also his outlook on the present. Yeah, yeah. And so everything's nuts and crazy and colourful. They re-released it, and they dulled it all the way down. They pulled it all the way down, because Alan Moore, being the prick that he is, never liked that comic. Yeah, and yeah. the colours, never liked the colours, and it's not the best comic I've ever done. He's never said what the best comic is, because like, he would then open himself up to criticism. Yeah. But, whew, anyway. Um, <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, right. Um, that's probably the best thing he's done, I reckon. Really? Great movie. It was, it was, it was a decent movie. I didn't mind it. Yeah, but apparently the shenanigans behind the scenes yeah. will cause Sean Connery to retire. To retire, yeah. yeah. And um, it, it's not the comic. Mm. I think it's kind of like what we were talking about previously, where you've got your R-rated comic, mm. but then your PG-rated movie. You right. know, touching yeah. on the same themes without really going into it. Yeah, know. yeah. Like yeah. I remember, I remember out of the comic, you know, when um, Mister Hyde is talking to um, Mina Harker, mm. and they have they have this big conversation. They're trying to figure out this, the crime, and he goes, you know, he he ends the conversation with, "Okay, you'd better go now because I might break your neck and rape you." Oh, 
And, and she's like, okay, and she leaves. You know what I mean? Whereas on the movie, no. Hyde was awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just this big guy's gruff guy, you know, You're not a murdering, raping monster. No. Which Mr. Hyde was in the in the old school books, but then also in he the... He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He was... Because uh, I can't remember him killing people necessarily in the movie. It was all very questionable as to what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a gentleman. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, I... I'm a fan of all those old Victorian era monster books. Mm. You know, Invisible Man, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Frankenstein, even yep. um, Alan Quatermain. I read a bunch of his novels as, yeah, right. as well, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, Mr. Hyde, that's, he, he was a monster. You mm. know what I mean? Like, and he was, he was out Jack the Rippering to join up, you know. And yep. uh, Anyway, look, back to this. Um, yeah, so well, my point was the colours aren't um, desaturated to the point that I'd be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, in fact, quite reasonable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like yeah, and I guess yeah. Overall, overall uh, comment of the comic, we're all the way back down to street level. Yeah, you know, like this is a street level, really, really relatable episode. Yep. And um, but it's hyper, like like it's larger than life in terms of stakes, um, the action, like the front cover. Yep. I mean, yeah, there is a gunshot, but everything is so overblown. Yeah. It's a car. But it wouldn't make you think, well, the last time we saw something like this, it was, he was hanging on to the edge of a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. So, I, it, yeah, operatic on a street level. Yeah. I, mm. I thoroughly enjoyed this issue. Mm. I could feel myself grinning as I was reading through it. It's, it's so much fun. We, you know, we'll touch on a couple of criticisms throughout. But all in all, I think this was the most fun I had, I've had reading the comics so far. Mm. You know, the, and, and yeah. we... Lots of books we've read, and they've they've all been fun to an extent. But this one, it was like I, I, I was I was grinning like a damn fool for the half hour I sat there going through it, you know. Mm. And um, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that is because of the character of Mikey. Exactly. Like he's he's a charming, innocent, fun character. In this, a Christmas tale, yeah. it's all heart anyway. Yeah. And what what a perfect way to showcase Michelangelo. Yeah, definitely. And in a way, it's interesting where they started with Raphael, um, looking through his own personal demons, his yep. anger and darkness. That's where the turtles started. Yeah. They started on the streets, going up against a, the gang of the you know, the Purple Dragons, killing... Uh, Shredder. Well, before that, swarms oh. of ninja. Yeah, yeah. And then Shredder, decimating him with a thermite grenade. Yep. Um, and that's that. And so now things have softened a bit, yeah. um, and I think these one-offs are a way for Kevin and Peter to really concentrate on the individual turtles yeah, yeah. and to endue them with more of their character. Yeah. Because you don't get that in the normal... Mm. Like, you know, um, there were a couple of um, issues when they were on the uh, Triceraton planet, and you were saying, which turtle which is this? Which one's which? Yeah. And I was at the level of, who cares? Yeah. But you obviously do, mm. and in this way, once we're looking on each and every one, you can start going, oh, right, well, Michelangelo, what's he like? Let's explore it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm. But it's interesting too, because in this um, issue, we can see little tricks that they've developed along right. and they've sort of reused them and polished them up. Yep. Yeah. But how do you want to tackle this? Oh, look, let's just, let's just start going through. Yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, Christmas, uh, yeah, Christmas tale. Uh, Michelangelo's out. He's tired of being cramped up in the apartment. Mm-hmm. So he decides to take a stroll out in the... Winter snow, uh, Christmas snow. New York. New York, mm. where people uh, seem to be having a good old time. There's some 
looks like some hobos around a fire. They probably shouldn't have been. It's the, the problem with the fire being right there is that it's actually on the uh, the frozen lake, so they'll probably melt through. And someone, Jesus. you know, comes come springtime, they might be finding a couple of drowned hobos in there. That being said, what's what's happening here? There's the, what's that this thing on? It looks like a couple of wires coming out. Anyway, whatever. Um, what I like about this is it starts off the environment. Like he's talking about, oh, the cold, crisp air, how much I love it. Um, you know, I'm in New York in Christmas time. Bang. And if we're talking about script yep. writing, that's what you want. There's something, and there's something that about, you know, like dialogue that makes you feel with your other senses. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm. the, the crisp and clear, you know, that makes my body feel you know the cold yeah. but not the not the bitter cold mm. but the you know the well, romantic nostalgic yeah. like you're automatically empathizing with that yeah because i actually really do like canberra winters yeah i love them because they're really dry and crisp yeah. and cold and yeah. it wakes you up whereas in summer you get a little bit you know lethargic yeah. and muggy yeah and so with that you you're already getting into the mindset of like oh this is really quite pleasant yep yeah yep for sure and it's christmas and every Christmas tale ends in disaster. No, um, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, Mikey's talking about he's, you know, he's decided to take a walk because blah blah blah. You know, as I said, he's, he's cramped up in the flat, um, and he just wants to get out and feel the world. He sees some kids sledding, mm-hmm. which he called something weird, sliding. sliding. I don't know. We called it sledding or yeah. tobogganing. Well, that's weird, isn't it? Because I guess we've grown up with the turtles being all up into TV and all that type of thing. Um, not so much these ones, are they? Yeah. You know, like, we've we've seen them drink beer and get into kung fu. Um, not really as much pop culture orientated yeah. as, as different, you know, yeah. variations. Because yeah, yeah, true. The new ones, um, the Michael Bay ones, are all about pop culture. Yeah. You know, so they had all the knowledge without the experience. Yeah. So maybe Mikey's never even seen this before. Well, this is what actually that's a good point. But this is another thing that I love with the with Mikey's dialogue, is you, you get a touch of someone who is experiencing for the first time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I watched an American Pickle the other week, okay. and we we reviewed that, and I made comparisons to Blast from the Past and Encino Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, any movie with Brendan Fraser in it. Uh, it, you know, coming up from underground and um, experiencing everything for the first time. Yeah, okay. And Michelangelo being the most innocent of yeah. everyone, but also with such a can-do, optimistic attitude. Yeah. He looks at it going, well, shit, I'm a kung fu expert. I Surely I can, I can go tobogganing. Yeah, that's but right. but th- th- that's actually a really good point. You know, the innocence of him and just mm. the wide-eyed wonder of what he's seeing mm, really comes across. We're only on page two. Yeah. Really comes across with just the few things that he said and thought to himself. You but know? yeah, he's outwardly looking and he's being conscious about and, and aware about his surroundings. Raphael wouldn't do any of this. Yeah. He would be just introverted onto his own negative thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, that's a really good point. I didn't pick mm. up on um, so he goes and talks to these kids and decides, hey, can I have a turn? And his disguise is working. Okay, yeah, so yeah. He's, all, he's got um, yeah, a scarf around his face. He's yeah. got beanie on and jackets and gloves and shit. Um, and people just think he's a dude. Mm-hmm. That's good in a way because you don't want to harp on about that too much because as soon as a turtle puts a hat on and a trench coat on, they're good to go. Yeah. Um, and, and also, but you do lose that element of 
oh man, we're cramped up in April's apartment or in the sewers. We can't possibly go out on the streets. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Don't worry about it. I got a beanie. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, though, these days you can't go up to random kids in the park and ask for a slice. Well, I, I think the, th- the thing we need to remember, though, is, and, and you see it in some of the later crowd shots, is that he's still very short. Oh, okay. You know, he's not a, a full grown man. Um, mm. He's not much taller than this kid. So, uh, you know, he's a teenager. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Um, and, and like I said, when we get into the crowd scenes later, you'll you'll see that he's only up to their you know, shoulder or something. Mm. So you know, it, it, to them, it's probably just you know, oh, big kids come over to play with us little kids. Yeah, you know? okay, that's cool. Like my my son going to play with some regular sized children because <laughs> my son, my son's taller than me now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shooting up, fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so anyway, he tries this uh, this sledding business. Has the time of his life. Wahoo! Greatest day of his life. Good on him. And uh, they offer him another turn. They want to play with him some more. They love this new kid. And um, nobody's got to go. Yeah. Again, just the detail of all of this. You know, you could have... I, I, we've got we've got a miniature splash page, I guess, yeah. of, of him just leaping through the snow. A lot of detail of the snow itself, the people around him. Um that I, I don't think people would, would waste their time on anymore, yeah. you know? And, yeah. You know, and the and, and, and in my one, the gorgeous black and white shading. With yeah. The, yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? They've done a good job colouring it, I reckon. Yeah, that's one thing, because, I mean, I read a bunch of these coloured ones too. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not garish, if that's the right word. It's not... Um, Distracting, mm. you know what I mean. So whoever, whoever's done the coloring, if you're listening right now, we salute you. <laughs> um, yeah. So then he's 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 like, no, I can't play right now, guys. And he starts thinking about you know whether he can go to the shops, and he's got four dollars or something. And he wants to see if he can buy his brothers an April present. Oh, what a sweetheart! He's a sweetheart. Like a sweetheart. I'm just—he's so sweet. I want to punch him in the yeah. heart. Um, but, but also, he doesn't want to go home yet. Yeah, like he's—he's he's still. I mean, in a way, he's searching for reasons to stay out. So yeah, yeah, that's probably a very honourable one. But I guess he's like—he's itching to do something, but yeah. he's, he's obviously got a lot of limitations. That's yeah. right. And then he comes across a kitten. Oh. Or a cat. I don't know. That's a cat. It's a pretty big fucking kitten. Does Mikey have a cat in any other uh, variations? In the Nickelodeon 2017 TV series, yeah, he had that cat that was mutagened into ice cream. Oh, shit. Ice cream cat. Oh, God. Was it, was it called Clunk? No, I don't think okay. so. I think it was just called fucking ice cream cat. Jesus Christ. So one thing, yeah, the Jesus one thing Christ. I didn't like about that... Uh, that cartoon. Fuck. Hell, was that the CG version? Yeah. And a cat morphs with ice cream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> There's right. a lot of good in that TV series and that yeah, that CG version, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, ice sorry. cream kitty, I think it was called. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, he picks the cat up. He loves it. Puts yep. it in his jacket. And look at this page. This next page. Yep. How does that look on your black and white? Fucking fantastic, bro. Yep. Look. Oh wow! It's gorgeous. It's freaking gorgeous. Yeah, you know that's crazy, isn't it? Like, how as an artist, how would you pop in all those white dots? Oh, I know, snow? I know. Because that's each individual um, drawing. It, it? But I mean, it would be interesting to see because I know some artists have used um, like whiteout pens. 
Oh yeah. Um, I know some of the sort of the cross hatching that some of those image guys did early early days on. Um, they would use white out pens. Mm. So I mean, okay. they very well could have done that. It'd be interesting to see if we could track down, um, you know, an original page and actually see, mm. you know, what they did with it. But yeah, so we got basically a, a splash page of I guess we're in the center of New York. We got Father Christmas on the street corner. Yeah, collecting charity. Yeah, got, got all the colors about of their business. It, it makes me happy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like even though mine's black and white, it's it's is delightful. Mm. Uh, at the light, I think we've got some Photoshop embellishments again. Yeah, 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 yeah a bit. But no, it's cool. I love it. Very cool. Mm. Um, and I mean, look, here's here's your here's your starting point. I mean, look how short Michelangelo is. Yeah, I guess you know I, I mean? never really noticed that before. Yeah, oh, good point. So yeah, it's not like some you know John Cena going up to some kids you know with, with, with a beanie on and a scarf covering his mouth saying let's go fishing or something. He's definitely child sized, you know. Yeah, little kid alone in New York with his little cat. Yeah, I just love how he's automatically just stuffed the cat down his shirt. Yeah. Uh, now the cat. Yeah. This is one thing that I thought was really good in that if you have a character that needs to speak exposition mm. but there's no one to speak it to, give it a pet. Yes. Right? I wrote a screenplay one time based on a book mm. and uh, it never went anywhere but that's that's what I did because you had this character and so you always knew he's in the thoughts, he's in the monologues. But how do you get that on the screen? Mm. So what I did was I gave him a blue healer, a dog that, you know, it's his life partner. So just in those occasions where you needed to get some information out, what he's really thinking, what he's really feeling, he would say it to Red. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? So it's, it's, it's a very, uh, you know, instead of like, you know, wandering around just talking to yourself like a freaking madman. Or Wrath. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's actually got this little cat and he's actually... Yeah, having a conversation with the cat. No, I, I really, really liked that. You yeah. know, as opposed to the talking heads we've been getting in previous issues. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it, it makes it a bit more interesting when he's... Yeah, he's dropping a bit of exp exposition here mm. and there. But, oh, it's adorable because he's found this fucking cat who doesn't know anything and he loves it and he's sharing his story with him. I guess that's another reason why Batman got Robin. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like modern days, you don't need that because you can talk to Alfred in an earpiece, and, and Alfred can be doing different shit. Yeah, you know, in the in the Batcave, or whatever. But back then, it'd be Batman just think bubbles or talking to himself. Yeah, he'd stick a kid in there. He's a guy who's constantly going, "Hey, Batman, what are we doing?" Oh, fuck. fuck, Robin. So I he's explained this before we left. Yeah, but he's explaining it to us. Yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just needed a pet. Yeah, yeah that's right. Ace the Bat Dog. Mm -hmm. I don't know when he came into the comics, but... Uh, Shit, you're right. He did have a Bat Dog. And he had a Bat Mite. And a Bat Cow. What? Did he? Look at... You're the Batman fan. Oh. How do I know about the Bat Cow and you don't? God damn it. All right. Because well, I love the kooky shit, man. Oh, <laughs> that's why. Um, I love the toys the toys in the toy yeah. store. Uh, obviously, Transformers. And uh, oh, Okay, I was thinking um, Robotech. Yeah, right. But but I mean, they're, they're generic. Here. Yeah, yeah. They're generic robots, so it could yeah. be either and or. But uh, yeah, like the, the and all, in all these pages where you're looking at the toys, just the stuff in the background, the detail, man, it, it takes you back. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Dude. Except for the Fugitoid head on the fucking shelf. Oh, my God. Did you notice that? No, yeah. no I do. You fucking Fugitoid. We just can't fucking let him go, can you? Jeez, we've got a Stormtrooper in there. Yeah. Uh, got, a, got a devil thing. Yeah. Who's this dude? Generic? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The chin's too big to be generic. I bet he's someone. Yeah, okay. It yeah, looks right. like uh, Inspector Gadget next to that head. Maybe. That's Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, no, down underneath the devil. Yeah, yeah, no, that's Because that's an Inspector Gadget hat. Yeah, that's probably true. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. Yeah. Toy stores. So, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's talking with the cat. He's playing, starts playing with all the toys. Like, he, he's a friggin' kid, innocent kid, you yeah. know, at the toy store. I remember when we were young, um, we, me and my, my brother were with my dad, uh, my dad was an air conditioning refrigeration mechanic, so mm. he worked a lot of takeaway stores and stuff. And there was this one in uh, Philip where he was working there and he said, look, you boys, there's a toy shop down there. Just go and have a look. Don't touch anything, but go and have a look, you know, while mm. I finish up this job. And so we went down there and we started playing with everything. Dad comes in and he goes, uh, go on, guys, I told you not to touch anything. He said, oh, they fell off the shelf and we were just putting them back up. He goes, I've been watching it for 15 minutes. He says, I was going to, I was going to buy you something, but. You just disobeyed me, so you're not. We're not buying. I'm not buying oh, anything. It's like, oh, God damn it. Me and Nathan's in the car going, You fucking. You shouldn't have done it. Like, you were the one that started touching me. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to touch it until you start. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, um, do Kitty Winks go to toy stores these days, or is it all online? I, I struggle thinking about a toy mm-hmm. store. Yeah, they, they, they've got their. The Lego sections in Kmart and stuff like that. Yeah. But I can't think of having taken my kids to toy stores. They're not even interested in going to comic book shops. What? Shit. Yeah. Right. I say to him, hey, who wants to come for a ride to the comic book shop? No, I don't think so. Shop? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I can read comics without even lifting a finger. I've got got an electronic device with the internet in my pocket. Have you seen the documentary on Netflix, The... um Social Dilemma? No, someone at work today actually told me to watch it. So <clears throat> yeah, he said it's. He said I should watch it with my kids. Yeah, because it's about the bullying aspect of social media. Everything. Yeah, it's a sociological look at what's what's happening. Yeah, with the with the social devices, mm. but also they made a good point that this is the first generation that's been born into this technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so th- to them, this is how it is. Yeah. There's also I want you to watch Bo Burnham. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. dude, he's amazing. Um, he did a movie, he directed it, wrote it and directed it, um, called Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade. And it's basically, you know, uh, following a girl through eighth grade. It's not a documentary, it's a dramatization. But he did it because he kind of retired his stand-up theatre routine because of anxiety. And he said, having anxiety made me feel like a girl in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why he did this movie. Because, and to me, someone who's not a parent... My um, memories of high school were very sociable. Yeah. Like, um, even video games. You pack up your Sega Master System yeah. 2, <laughs> you pop in your backpack, and um, and you, you know, bicycle, like BMX, like in Stranger Things, yeah, yeah. To, to your friend's house. And instead of going outside and playing in the creek, you go, fuck you, we're playing Sonic until we finish it. We, um, we used to make nunchucks and go out and fight. Of course you did. <laughs> As we went to my mate Duke's place, and me and Lamy and Duke, we'd sit there and we'd get chains and blocks of wood and make nunchucks, or yep. or, or yeah, what are those police baton things? <laughs> yeah, oh we'd make God. them out of steel and screw them together and go oh. out and fight gangs and stuff. That's awesome, right? Um, <laughs> Should have just played Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> 
but that's what I mean. Like, you know, we, we were playing basketball because, I mean, we were watching TV and movies. Like, White Man came out, you know, Can Jump came out. Yeah, like, yeah. Right, let's do this. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and we were... Um, even though we were watching movies and playing video games, we were doing it together. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was informing what we were doing outside of all that. Yep, yep. And um, whereas nowadays, and, and not to be critical of youngins or, or anything, because I'd hate to be patronising, like, you know, kids these days. But um, kids these days, <laughs> especially through watching 8th grade, and you've probably got a, a more of a perspective on this than I do anyway, I was sort of amazed to see this girl... Um, there's a scene where she's on her phone, like she's sitting at a desk in a bedroom on her phone and, you know, a soundtrack is going cause she's plugged in yeah. and then all these pop-ups are going. She's talking to all these people, but then the camera pans back. It doesn't have the soundtrack cause we're away from the earphones and you're just looking at this girl in the dark by herself on her phone, yeah. you know, and that's her time away from school, yeah. you know, and it's kind of sad, but then again, they don't know any better because that's what they were born into. This is the technology that they have. And, um, you know, parenting wise, if you were taking this device away from your kids is, you know, and this, um, documentary, the, the social dilemma shows you what they go through in separation anxiety oh, with their phone, because while they're away from the phone, life keeps on going and they're dropping out on social opportunities and all yeah. these types of things. And the phone itself is now designed almost like a, a um, one-armed band at pokies. Like, it's designed to notice that you're not interacting with yeah. it. So it starts pinging, yeah. saying, where are you? This yeah. is what you're missing out on. You know, all these notifications going crazy, yeah. trying to get you back on. Yeah. You know? and, and look, it's crazy. Actually, my 13-year-old, I'm at the point where I've taken her <clears throat> iPad off her. Maybe I should have watched this documentary first. Yeah. Um, but because she's got its alarm set for 3 o'clock in the fucking morning, and Why? then she gets up and watches YouTube and shit, and then she's... Wow exhausted and sick the next day mm-hmm. you know and it's just like fuck I don't know it's, but d- does she do that because she feels like she has to be up on everything for the next day with her friends don't know yeah, right. no, we're trying to get to the bottom of it you know what I mean yeah. like because um, that's funny isn't it because like there's also all these um, you know how to be better at your job or whatever and the perfect yeah. schedule oh well I wake up at 6 I do yeah. my yoga I go for a jog and then I check all my emails and, and all these things and all the news before yeah. the day. The Rock so, is working out at four in the morning. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I've got to get up and work yeah. out. Yeah. But to be engaged and to be winning during the day, I need to get on top of news. Now is it being on top of social media yeah. and the YouTubes? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're in 1986 and we're in a, we're in a toy store. Touching things. I can't know. Actually, now let's go back to 1986 where I was uh, shoplifting toys. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Interesting though, isn't it? Like, um, you know, toys haven't really changed. We've got our Transformers. We've got our Star Wars. We've got, a we've got fucking a guns. Soft, soft toy monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, you know, you know how much I hate Nazis, so that, that panel of him is... Uh, Sergeant Blood and Guts. <laughs> Take that, you Nazi dung. So funny. And the cat's like, what the fuck is but I just, that? Again, I just love how this is all... It's just bigger than life. It's yeah. larger than life. Like, he's in, he's having the time of his life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, again, that whole wide-eyed innocence around it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and he's made a friend for life in this little cat. Yeah. And he's playing with it in a store. Yeah. 
and then he accidentally scares it with a toy. Now this is where the story starts. Yeah. Right. Where where what page are we? We are da, 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 page twelve. Right. Page thirteen. In my copy, page 13, yeah. Right, so nearly halfway through the, yeah. the issue. the 35 pages. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he scares the cat. The cat runs out into the storeroom. Store, what do you call it, loading dock? Yep. And there's crooks. <gasps> Dastardly the, bastards. The most most crookily crooked crooks because they're stealing a truckload of, what are the toys called? Little orphan aliens <laughs> that are supposed to go to an orphanage TM. for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you just know they were going to be launching that toy line if it, if it had it picked up. Oh. But, so um, what, what's that uh, little orphan aliens and little orphan Annie on Christmas? Yeah? Mm, toys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Aliens because it's like a teenage mutant. Well, school. because we just came from space. Yeah, uh, true, true, true. Okay, um, um, yeah, so... Uh, even the masks of these crooks, you know... But I've got to say, I think the crooks look much more dastardly in black and white. All right, let's look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. with the bright reds and greens and right. yellows. You know what I mean? It's a bit, for my liking, a bit too... Uh, but deeds speak louder than actions. No, hang on, hang on. De- what uh, actions speak louder than your garish, brightly coloured Christmas balaclavas? What's going on? <laughs> I'm having enough of a mini stroke. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, they almost look like uh, superheroes. Yeah, yeah, but they're not. They're the meanest of the mean. They're the, the evilest of the evil. Heck, uh, I nearly called you Hector. Okay, because one of their names is actually Hector. They um, because they look like they're supposed to be those Mexican wrestlers. Wrestlers. Uh, luch- luch- yeah. Oh, Nacho Libre. Libre. Yeah, yeah. But to me, they also look like they're made out of um, uh, cotton, uh, wool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I guess because of the colours. Like, red doesn't look all that threatening. Yeah. Yeah. So what are they doing, Tim? They're hijacking this truckload of little orphan alien toys... To uh, to sell on the black market for fifty bucks a pop. Oh man! And uh, the little orphans aren't going to get nothing for Christmas because they're all going to be donated to to this to specific orphans. orphanage. Because nothing says nothing makes an orphan feel better than reminding his, him and <laughs> reminding him or her he's an orphan by giving yeah. him a toy. That's an orphan as well. Giving him charity. It gave him a, a, an orphan, an orphan toy, which is like also an illegal alien. <laughs> so that's right. So shit. this isn't fucking Gotham City where orphans dream of becoming Bruce Wayne. No, right here you just reminded you're an orphan. Yeah, yeah, okay. You got a free toy, your little free lo- freeloader, yeah, and even the you. toy's an orphan. <laughs> but they're looking to sell these things fifty dollars a pop. You know. Because this guy knows the right people who are going to be buying a toy on Christmas Eve. Well, the we, right okay, person but, is any male in New York who forgot to buy yeah, their kids a present. But we've, we have established a couple of pages ago, though, that this toy has sold out. Mm. So it's like, what's that Schwarzenegger movie with the Turbo Man toy? You know, I've never seen that. Oh, dude, that's a good movie. It's really yeah, for, Jesus for, for, for a kid's Christmas movie. It's good. Yeah, I think I think because when I was a kid, you know, when I was near three. I was watching Predator, yeah. The Terminator, right? And so then when I grew up a bit, and then I started seeing this guy start having yeah, a yeah, fight yeah. with that rapper. What was his name in that movie? Uh, uh, he played a genie or something? 
not he wasn't Cedric the Entertainer. No, he's, no, um, no. He he wasn't a rapper. He was a stand-up comedian. Oh, okay. I'm going to kick myself because I like him. Well, yeah, but I'm just thinking. Yeah, Schwarzenegger, you you you've you, just you've just single-handedly destroyed an alien that killed your whole yeah. squadron. You know, you've uh, <laughs> all the, these other great things you're doing, and now you can't handle an overweight black. Uh, yeah. Uh, w- w- was he a postman in that movie? Maybe. Oh, sorry. In 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 um. Whatever this Christmas movie is, yeah, he was a postman. What was it? J- Jingle all the way, or some shit. Yeah, something like that. I couldn't. No, so I know all about it. You got Jake Lloyd in it from Star Wars Episode One. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're right. Absolutely, this is what it is. Yeah. It's trying to get the damn toy. Yeah. So uh... it's funny, isn't it? Because I go on about Schwarzenegger being in a junk movie like that, but The Rock can do a movie like that and he is golden every second movie you know he does an action flick then he yeah. does four family flicks and then there's an action flick it's like an action flick family flick but there's no that that's not the Ben Affleck um Matt Damon thing where it's like a, it's a movie for them movie for us movie yeah. for them movie for us yeah. yeah 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 now The Rock I'm still waiting for A Rock to actually do a rock movie yeah like I think a, the closest thing would, would be Walking Tall oh and that was a remake Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. It was based on True Story remake, and the dude who did the first one looks like like a Texan Elvis. Like you see the poster, and you know he's not. He's sick of this shit already. Yeah. Like at the start of the movie, he's like, "Nope, (laughs) not on my watch." But that was a good one because he plank of wood and he uses it. Yep. Um, Okay, so the crooks hear the cat meow, and first instinct is just to blast the hell out of a cat. Um, I, I know this is when I first saw it. Um, very organic looking um, impact shots. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and that's what I love about this artwork. I'm going to say from Kevin Eastman, and I'm going to say it. I reckon Peter's writing on his coattails a bit. But uh, <laughs> in terms of the of putting the comic together, um, but isn't that interesting? Like they look like splatter shots, but yeah. they're not. Yeah, yeah, no, no, good point, good point. Mm. But everything is so so tactile and, and organic, and, and yeah, I love it. But and yeah, you hear a cat, you, you shoot it. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, this is how this is how dastardly and evil these sons of bitches are. They'll steal toys for orphans on Christmas and shoot a cat who yep. witnessed them. <laughs> That's how bad these kids are. Because hear this, meow, uh, what's that? He's seen us, waste him. A cat. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, shit. Um, and so, I'll see if I can remember their names. Hector, Pyro, and some other jackass jump in the truck and drive away. Yeah, right. Right? And Michelangelo is very, very shocked and saddened to find that they're pulling out. <laughs> is that a fucking innuendo? Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Um... But this is great. This is, this is an action scene, and it's so low key. He's he's catching on, on a cord on the back of a truck. Okay, you but know? don't forget, he stuffed the cat back into his jacket. Did he? Yep, back with the organic shots. Oh wow, cool. Right, so he he actually says, "Climb back in here, clunk. Time to kick some butt." Yeah, there he is. Yep. <laughs> oh man, if they were re-release this comic now, people would go nuts. Yeah, they'll, they'll have like um the, that clip bait, bait article about. Do you remember the time Michelangelo was yeah. saving a cat? Yeah. Mm. So, because the truck took off in such a rush, there's a bit of a extension cord from one of the lights hanging out the back. Mm-hmm. So Mikey does a ninja jump and ninja Tarzan grab, and he's off. He's off. 
Again, isn't it great? Like we uh, saw Gronk. The... Gronk was the third guy's name. <laughs> so there's Pyro, Hector, and Gronk. That's awesome. One of the clowns in my comics called Gronk. Right. Yeah. Based on this? Nah, no, uh, maybe subconsciously, but yeah, right. yeah, it was three years ago or something when I first wrote it, and yeah. Cool. Uh, and again, he's hanging off the back of a truck. We've seen him hang off the back of a flying spaceship. Yeah, we've got a drunk human. We've <laughs> seen drunk aliens. Burp. Nothing says Christmas like a hobo. Yeah, <laughs> a hobo with a scarf and a hat. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, we get some of our just our regular shenanigans of, uh, you know, uh, grabbing onto the truck, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He ends up busting his way into the back of the truck where he lets the cat out. Oh, yeah. So he's like... <laughs> You think I think you realised I'm, I'm going to get this cat killed <laughs> if I don't let him out. I love the detail of all of this. Yeah. Like, really getting into, hang on, what is this going to have to entail? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then the crooks pull over. Actually, that the, your version there with the colour, mm-hmm. with the light and the darkness in the back of the truck, that actually looks really cool. I like that. Yeah, because you really get the idea of, of being in the streets. Yeah. yeah. At night time, being in the dark truck and... Mm-hmm. Whereas mine being black and white, it's just, I didn't get that sense at all. Yeah, right. But that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, Pyro and Hector going to check what's in the back of the truck. And Mikey kicks much ass. Oh, yeah. And we don't care because they're really mean bad guys stealing orphan toys. He hasn't whipped out the nunchucks, you know? And, oh, he's, yeah. and he's doing sort of street fighting. He's not doing ninjutsu. Yeah, right. He's not doing high kicks. Yeah, that's he's, a good point. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's um yeah, it's very low key, and and like I said before, I mean, with, with in terms of Peter Larrod, all of this sort of low key stuff, I think is and detail as well. I think it's down to him. Yeah, you know the treatment of the cat, like you pointed out, yep. and even getting into the truck and getting back out of the truck. I think that's his very logical step by step. Yeah, now, yeah, how yeah. does this all work? Um, okay, so he kicks much ass. That's a great panel. Yeah, yep. yeah. Him, him standing over the guy with fists clenched. Yeah, yeah. That looks like something they could have on a on a skateboard. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say tattoo on your arm. Oh, oh no, no, mum. What? I'd tattoo that shit on my arm if I wasn't such a wuss. <laughs> and so then Gronk takes off, Bloody Gronk. and Mikey starts chasing, but can't quite get a grip on the truck. Those damn turtle hands. Now, I got to this bit, right, where he flew off the truck and he smashed into that car. Yeah. And I thought, oh, no, he's killed the cat. Oh, right. And I had to go back and I'm like, oh, no, he let the cat out. Because it wasn't until, well, you know, next couple of pages, he he catches up with the truck again. And then he's like, oh, the cat's in the back. And I was like, oh, thank Christ, we didn't kill the cat. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so he... He, he decides that he, he knows the New York streets pretty damn well. So he's going to take a shortcut to where he thinks the truck's going to be going. Mm. And he was correct, right? That's really good because, like, you know, they, they, we've seen them really get climatized to New York by just jumping around on the rooftops. And now he's going, right, going to check through this alley and see where I go. Well, I mean, it also makes me think of that episode of Daredevil on Netflix, right? Because yep. there was an episode where... The, the, the blind, oh, not the blind, the old um, Chinese lady comes out and he oh, wants yeah. to track her. And so he listens to the sound of her tapping stick and then he figures out, okay, she got in the car and then he starts following the car. And then he basically does this, mm. where he's like, okay, so the car's going that way, it chucked a right, so I've got to jump over this building, go through here. 
You know what I mean? And he mm. tracks it through the rooftops like like Mikey, because you know, he knows the streets so well and all that sort of shit. Mm. So, yeah. Good on him. So then, yeah, he catches up with the truck again, climbs up. Does, now he's doing ninja. Right? Yeah. He flips over. One, two, three. Jumps in the cab. It jumps on the cab, sorry. Busts through the side window. And that's where his nunchucks... No, no, no. No nunchucks yet. No nunchucks. Can I just mention, even going back a bit, when, when he gets, smashes into the side of the car and, and where you thought the car was dead, check out his eyes. Yeah. How they look in yours? Let me have a look. Yeah, because like he is looking angry and yeah. his pupils have become a little bit pixelated. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. And then when he's doing his ninjutsu on top of a truck, um, I love that look with the eyes again yeah, yep. where of shock and that really reminds me of Calvin and Hobbes yeah yeah do you remember yep. the tiger yeah and yeah just simple little circles to really show what's going on yeah 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 and I've, I've actually enjoyed that in previous issues where you know when they're in space and stuff and they're like what the hell's going on where they were drawn as little circles like yeah. that too and um you know this is probably the first uh entire story that we see a turtle without his mask on yeah and I like that because again they should really only really be putting on their masks when they're going out to battle. Yeah. Because that's part of a costume to, to, you know, do war or whatever. Well, you know, in the Facebook group, how I sort of update the, the, the banner image yeah. with each issue we're doing. Yeah, I actually went through to try and find a, a picture from this comic with him with the bandana on. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I couldn't. So right. I had to use the, the picture of him bobsledding earlier, you know. But yeah, yeah, right. And so his scarf is giving the impression that he's got his mask yeah. on. But it's his scarf. Yep. Yeah. So he beats up Gronk. Yep. Right? Great artwork, smashing through the glass. Yeah. Brilliant. Throws yeah. him out of the truck. I've had enough of your shit, Gronk. <laughs> I just love his crazy eyes. Yeah. This is so good. Well, look, again, you know, to his to his innocent, wide-eyed wonder of the world, right, mm. this is... This is an abomination. Oh, yeah. This is atrocious. These yeah. kids need this shit for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Especially you know what I mean? Christmas. So he's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he's like, I've been up against Shredder, but you're the most evil thing I've ever seen. Merry Christmas. Yay! Brilliant. <laughs> I love it here on, on the last panel of this page. He goes, shoot, traffic, cars and people. I'm drawing attention to myself. Now he's thinking yeah. that. He's just pole-volting across the top of a bloody truck. Kick the shit out of some truck driver. <laughs> then, uh, but again, they're, they're more pissed off at the uh, the trucks there, not yeah. necessarily that he's a he's a turtle. Yeah. But now he starts driving the truck, and this is what I meant before about how they're sort of reusing past things. Yep. yep. Because now we're in a truck, and we're on page what? We are on page uh, twenty. Where is it? Twenty five. Twenty four. Okay. Twenty four. And so then we have a bit of a car chase yeah. coming up with the cops yep and we've we've done this in issue number three three i think it was yeah three yeah but car chase lasts a page and a half good yeah, he runs the cop off the street <laughs> <laughs> really quickly too yeah i do like how they touch onto the gotham city type of cop here where they say oh. Hey, do you mind if I grab a doll? She loves the things, making it fun. Sure, I might grab a couple myself. I was like, you motherfuckers. That is it, because these things... They're just going to swipe some and say, look, there was only 973 of them on there, not 976. That's it. So these guys are looking into stealing 
$250 worth of stuff. Yeah. And they're cops. And they're cops. Stuff that's due for the orphans. <laughs> you know? I, actually, so, I, I actually said that. I was like, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Mikey's yeah. the only decent person yeah. here. So, yeah. Uh, and I guess they had to put that in there so that when he runs them off the road, you're like, well, they kind of deserve that. That's true. Jerks. That's true. Yeah. It's like it's like a slasher film. Like, even though all these teenagers are getting owned, it's like, well, you kind of asked yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. Because you had sex. Yeah, you're not victim blaming, but yeah. uh, kind of victim blaming. And, uh, yeah, you, you drank a bit at the party, <laughs> so you deserved it. Yeah, and you kissed a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, and then there's a... Yeah. Blockade. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? Drive straight through. Jack Burton, yeah. baby. But look at this. They're even firing on it. They're full on, yeah. They don't know who it is. They don't know what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Just that it's a truck. And they start shooting with well, machine guns. Is that, is that police procedure? I've got no idea. Like, uh, in America, now it is in America. Well, if Now you, you just shoot if everyone. You sneeze, yeah. In, in America, if you, first you have to check if, if they're African-American, then you shoot them. Right. You, know, right. you heard that... Um, Oh fuck! I'm kicking myself. The the girl that was the African American girl that was shot dead in her bed. Oh Brianne. right. Yeah right. Well, so there was four cops involved. Mm. The one cop that was charged with reckless endangerment mm. was the guy whose bullets didn't go into the girl and went into the wall and through the house into the next house. Yeah right. He was charged. The other cops that killed the woman, no charge for them because their bullets. Met their Hit, target. They were t- yeah. Even though the warrant was for the wrong place. Yeah. You know what I mean? They opened fire. She was asleep in bed. Shot the shit out of her. Jesus. But the one cop who didn't actually shoot her dead is the only one that got charged. Oh, that's disgusting. It's fucking insane, man. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Um, with this, I think, uh, obviously, if you're going to draw... Um, what are those tire blast blasters? Yeah, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, the yeah. spike things. Yeah, yeah that's not going to be very cinematic. Yeah, and these guys, like I said before, with that front cover, they they love to blow everything up, make it look operatic. Yeah. So a gunshot looks pretty damn yeah. good, especially in color, and it just it just brings everybody everything up a level again. Yeah, and and, and yeah, I do have to say, in color, man, it's it's really spectacular. Like the black and white's nice, but yeah, the, the color really is really nice in this. I was reading this before, and um, something the cops were saying. No, were they saying cease and desist? No, no, that was no. the earlier issue. That yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, I thought there was going to be a callback, but here we got Mikey saying, "Eat your heart out, Mel Gibson." You know, so this is a lethal weapon yeah, homage. Yeah, yeah, yep. And look at that! Another beautiful splash page. Yeah, he smashes through the placard. Um, yep. And, um, Again, you know, it, it's supposed to be just larger than life. <laughs> He's too far away already. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. The boss is going to chew out my ass. <laughs> Hi, girlfriend. She killed me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he's made it, and he's he's ditched the damn thing. He's ditched it in an alleyway, yep. which is a is, which is a great way to do yeah. it. And this is where he's like, oh, in all the excitement, I forgot about Clunk in the back of the truck, and he goes and gets the cat. Yeah, that's when I was like, yes, the cat didn't die in the, when he hit the car earlier. Yeah, and that should be the end of our story because he's got the cat, he's away from the cops, he's ditched the car, but there's still one loose thread. 
And what is that, Timmy? Well, the orphans don't have the little alien reminders that they're orphans. Oh, no. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I think of all the plans they come up with, it's probably the dumbest plan. <laughs> this is... this. Yeah, but you, you're completely right. This is where the story should have stopped. Yeah. I, I, I had a hell of a time up to now. Mm. And then he's like, oh, we've got to figure something out. I can't drive this truck because it's a hot truck. Yeah. Right? There's way too many toys for me to leg across town. Mm. I better go home and check with the guys and see what they reckon we should do. Isn't it funny though? Because I would have thought a hot truck after careering through three or four police cars endangering the lives of God knows how many police officers, they'd find it like that. Yeah. You know, they go around the corner and go, oh, there it is. There it is right there. I'm going to impound all these orphan Annie alien dolls trademark. Well, that was was one of the issues that comes up when he... Where am I? Sorry, I'm a few pages behind now. Uh, When he goes home to see his brothers in April... Mm. And they run through all the alternatives, right? Why don't you just leave the truck? Well, because it'll go into... Sorry, quarantine. What's it called? Uh, where the police Impounded? hold it. Impounded. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so the kids won't get the to- toys in time for Christmas because it's mm. Christmas Eve night right now. Um, this is this is kind of cool because like he comes back up. We see the horrible weather up uh, outside. Yep. 18 fire escapes and 33 rooftops later. So that's a hell of a jog yeah. to get back. And then he, he gets through the doorway. And, and um, everyone's naked. Everyone's <laughs> naked. But they're all really pleasant. Yeah. Raphael, the, the dirtiest of them all, says, Yo, Mike. Yo, Mike. And then Leonardo, Michelangelo, have a nice cold walk. And then Donatello is, you know, doing nerdy stuff that yeah. we haven't really seen this level before. So he's making his own Transformer. Yep. But everyone's really pleasant. Yeah. Like, I can imagine, you know, if I was this age, coming back home after a night out or whatever... I'd get, my brother would go, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> and then um, it would be like, you know, someone else would say, close the window. Yeah. And it would just, just be negative. negative. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? Well, the difference being these brothers love each other. True. You grew up in, True. You grew up in a household with no love. <laughs> no, that's so, right. I don't know, shit, I've, I've never met your family dude so well. But, it, but, you know, like me coming back home, leaping off of rooftops would be like going, oh, God, I'm going to have to really sell this. What have yeah. I been up to? You yeah, know? yeah. And, but, you know, again, he's been reckless. He's endangering cops. He can't wait to let them all know. Yeah. I've forgotten about the cat. <laughs> they op- they're so open to having this dirty street cat street come cat, in. Yeah. Like, well, dude, again. <laughs> this is what love is, is it? You know, you know why there's bloody 16 and a half cats at my house? <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> yeah, the kids fucking, they <laughs> love cats. All right. They fucking love them. Look at whatever turtle this is makes a joke about the cat going, hey, now that's my kind of mouser. Do you remember those yeah. mousers that nearly yeah. killed us? <laughs> that nearly killed Master Splinter? This one will only really kill mice, not us. Yeah. <laughs> and April with her cut-off hot pants. Ugh. Like, oh, likes the cat. Thanks for bringing a cat into my apartment, Mike. And then, hey, listen to my story of dangerous recklessness. Yeah. Several minutes later... <laughs> I'm glad they said several minutes later instead of him explaining everything. Again. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Like they use, um, which looks like Asian sort of characters in there. Yeah. So it looks like a bit of a, yeah. Yep. So anyway, I've got a truck full of stolen little orphan alley trademark dolls <laughs> that should have been delivered to that kid's home. So now what do we do? Hint, hint. We all know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. We could call the police, but they'd be confiscated and held for evidence for who knows how long. Yeah. Can't drive the truck. Can't drive the truck because we'd go to jail. Mm-hmm. Still pretty risky. 
for those, those kids. kids would love to get those damn toys. Are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? So obviously, all their minds synced together with the only possible solution to this whole problem. Yeah. Which is to get April's van, <laughs> suspiciously as fuck, unload the back of the truck into a, a van. Yeah. Drive to the orphanage, dressed up as elves and Santa and shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And drop the toys off at the orphanage, mm-hmm. which the police, knowing that a truck was hijacked to get the toys to the orphanage, mm-hmm. no one would suspect no. that that <clears throat> truck of toys for the orphans was the missing truck. Oh, right. I get you. So either way, this plan... Either right. way, there's a truck with toys in it. There's, well, there's a truck with toys in it, but the yeah. police are going to know. When the orphanage is like, woohoo! You know what I mean? When the police come around tomorrow to talk to the people at the orphanage and say, do you know anyone who would want to rip off this truck of toys? And they say, well, we got the toys. Right. We better, we better fingerprint the fuck out of that truck. Yeah. Ah, look, mutant ninja turtle prints. <laughs> look, what, look who we're torturing tonight. You know what I mean, though? But it's like you yeah. might as well have just driven the truck there. Well, I yeah, exactly. I thought this is going to end up like Reindeer Games, uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. Oh, <laughs> you ever seen it? Oh man, no. it's not great. It's got well, it's got Charlie's Theron in it. Topless. Is that when they shoot someone when they're deer hunting? No, no, that's no. the fucking deer hunter, isn't it? <laughs> Oh boy! It's the you dude know, who can't shoot good. You know that movie where they go deer hunting because they're hunting deers, and then they accidentally shoot someone because they thought it was a deer. It's called what's the Ben Affleck movie called? Reindeer Games. It's called the Reindeer Games. Oh god! Oh no! Well, spoilers at the end of that movie. He, um, you know, shenanigans happen. He ends up with all this cash. It's Christmas for whatever reason. He finds himself in a Santa Claus costume, Father Christmas. So he goes with his little Ben Affleck grin. Um, he starts going to all these um, you know, people's mailboxes and just giving them wads of cash. Yeah. So I thought instead of being elves, which makes sense, green yeah. elves, but that's very um, Lord of the Rings type yeah. of elves. Um, or goblins, let's be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought these guys were all going to be little Chris, uh, Father Christmases and just load up four big sacks of these toys and walk to the orphanage. Yeah. You know? No, they just loaded it from one hot truck one into truck another. One hot truck. But this truck now has mutant turtles in there. Yeah. And a, uh, and a young lady in hot cut-off shorts. Yeah, let's go to... Uh, these these orphans are probably loving April more than anything else. But, um, yeah, so they rock up and they and they hand out the... Uh, the toys. The toys. And to all a good night. Yeah. Which, which is lovely. Um... Look, I want that alien toy. How cute does it look? Like, yeah. as soon as I saw it, I imagined exactly what the materials were. So I thought they'd be, like, squishy beans inside. Yep. And this would be some sort of cloth. Yep. And then the little bumps would be, like, plastic stick on, like... Yeah, um, yeah, yep. yeah. You can get, like, a real squishy type of sense out of it. The one the other kid's got is a shitty one. I don't want that one. That one? Yeah, yeah I don't want that one. Off. Oh, it's got four arms. Okay, change my mind. I want yeah. it. And then there's another f- third one, a fairy one. 
Uh, underneath Mikey's armpit. Oh, they all look different, yeah. yeah. This, this kid doesn't have anything. Yeah, this kid, He's outside the front window <laughs> going, the oh, exit? oh, I wish I was an orphan. <laughs> yeah, I wish my parents were dead. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been thrown out. Oh, shit. So, yeah, and to all a good night. Yeah, I wonder if that's copyright. The smiley, smiley face. Smiley face. Yeah. And then we've got a little, you know, old lady up the top of the stairs who's over the moon. Ah, there's April. Shit, yeah. didn't spot her. She yeah, doesn't she's... have the cut-off shorts. That's no, why I didn't she's... spot her. As... <laughs> she's a, a big human-skinned elf. Elf, yeah. But wasn't that lovely? That's a lovely little... Oh, there we go. Yeah. Lovely little Christmas uh, tale of the TMNN. my copy... Mm-hmm. Afterwards, has a sort of a behind-the-scenes thing. Oh, cool! Where you know, Eastman and Laird talk about their process, and you've got half, uh, you know, half-finished sketches of um, of panels and whatnot. Oh, uh, brilliant! Like, um, yeah. like layouts that they didn't use. Oh no, like the layouts, but like the pencils yeah. before the inks went on them. Oh, that's know? great! So, yeah. so a little bit of a, and that's from Comicsology. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. It's in. Uh, look, the link that I've put in for this week is actually a trade paperback that's going to cover the next six weeks' worth of books. Oh, cool. So if, if, if people go to that link and buy that, I think it's like 10 US bucks. Yeah. But you get the next seven or eight... Brilliant. ...issues that we're going to be covering in that order. So, mm. yeah. Because I'm so glad we're doing this. Because like I said, I got the graphic novels way back in the day, which didn't cover the micro series. Yeah, yep. um, And so this is really good. Like I said last time, we're going to have to start looking out for Turtle Soup. Yeah. Which is another anthology type of turtle. So you've got your canon, yep. you've got your micro series, and then you've got your Turtle Soup, which is, let me tell you a story, and it may, may not be canon. Oh, like uh, Eric Powell's Hillbilly. Oh, uh-huh. well, there you go. There <laughs> There's you go. many stories of the roaming Hillbilly. This is but one of them. Yeah, and I think that's something that the DC universe is getting into now in their cinema. Yeah. It's almost like, you know what, we screwed up our continuity. It's all mudgy-fudgy. It's all multiverse now. It's all just a story. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the interconnectedness. There might be crossover. There might not be. Yep. Don't worry about it. They, they've just full-on given up. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. So, yeah, we're done. Yeah, that was hopeful, optimistic. Um, you could be... You know, uh, um, pessimistic and just go, oh, God, that was crap. Oh, but that's Michelangelo. He's optimistic. He's cheerful. He's a party dude, but he's got a heart of gold. Like I said, man, I, I fucking enjoyed reading this comic mm. book. There wasn't a moment of it that I felt like it was a chore, where even the best of the other issues, there's been moments, you know what I mean, where mm. it's like, oh, wow, really? Um, no, they hit on the head with this one. This one, I, I just thought it was great. I think it. it it encapsulates, encapsulates. See, I don't, I don't need to learn words. I just make it's them up. Yeah. Um, you know exactly. Yeah, what, who Mikey is. What's what separates him from the others, and all in the form of a nice little Christmas tale. Yeah, hard to believe he's a multi murderer. <laughs> yeah, hmm. not at all. Yeah. You've been watching too much uh, documentaries on serial killers. <laughs> but anyway, okay, guys. Well, listen. That's it for this week. That's Michelangelo. Number one of one, mm-hmm. short series of one. Next week, we're going to be looking at the issue with Cerberus, Cerebrus, whatever his name is. <laughs> well, Cerebrus. Yeah, why don't you should have just called the character Dog. Yeah. Dog the Aardvark. <laughs> See? How yeah. easy is that? How easy is that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm actually really keen to get into that mm-hmm. because I actually haven't read that one before. 
Oh right! So this week is <clears throat> going to be my first reading of that. I um I I prepped for that one recently, and um I you say Cerebus, I think of Renee. Yeah, and this is yeah. it's a, this is this would have to be the one coming up. One of my favorite comics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay, guys. Well, again. Thanks for listening. Luke, pimp your podcast real quick. www.themovieclub.net for all of your movie reviews, news, and um, cult classics. And Luke, like Luke tells to me, he watches the shitty movies so you don't have to. That's right. <laughs> um, I haven't listened to your last two episodes because there are movies on them that I want to actually watch before I hear your thoughts. Fair enough. Um, Fair, we do skim pretty close to spoilers sometimes, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So, Which is yeah. cool, but um, I'll get around to watching Bill and Ted soon. Yep. And... Uh, what else did you talk about last week? Because there's one of those I want to watch. Uh, we recently, the one that's up at the moment, is um, an, an American Pickle and The Secret Garden. We did do Bill and Ted. Um, I'm not too sure. Okay, look, maybe I can watch the American Pickle one, because uh, read the American Pickle one, because it's not something I specifically want to go and watch. Um, but anyway, guys, listen, whatever you're listening to right now, find the review button. Give us a five-star review and, uh, yeah, subscribe, all that shit. We've got the Facebook group. Uh, look, if you're joining the Facebook group, I've got some security questions there. And, um, again, it's to, uh, it's to separate the wheat from the chaff, to use a biblical phrase, where we, we want the right people in the group. So just answer the questions honestly, guys. Um, if you're not answering the questions, I'm not letting you in the group because I don't want this Turtle Boy Sports shit to blow up again in my group. Um, so just answer the questions. And, and you know, if your questions are... The, you know, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Join the group, but answer the questions, okay? Don't think that I'll let you through um, without answering the questions. Um, what else? i got a Kickstarter coming up in six weeks, five weeks. What's that for? Uh, the third issue of Gorilla My Dreams. Cool. Lucifer Bim Bomb prequel special. Mm. And, uh, yeah, nothing else really. That movie you wanted to listen to the podcast about after you're watching it? Becky. Becky. Yes, 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 yes. Becky, because I want to see that one. Um, so, yeah, guys, thanks for listening uh, and be good to each other. This was a Turtle Boy podcast.